This is At Risk Radio. Welcome to At Risk Radio. At Risk Radio is a show where we talk all about the leaders inside the church at risk. My name is Mark Stafford. I'm here with David Witt. Now, David Witt, you start out your last newsletter with this phrase, the world is on fire. The world is on fire. Now, what did you mean by that? Now, I'm looking out my window. You know, I'm here in Arizona, and I can literally see the smoke from the wildfires in California. It seems like the entire West Coast is on fire right now. But there's a spread of a fire of the gospel that seems to go beyond what we're seeing literally here in uh, the West Coast. Well, yeah, Mark, as I was thinking about the days we're living in, we're doing COVID-19 right now as people listen in on the future on our podcast here just to have context of when we're talking. And during this year, on top of it, been all these natural disasters in California and the West Coast on fire. In fact, just an hour ago, it corresponded with one of our partners out in Santa Rosa, California, and they've had fire after fire there. And we're just praying for them out there. And it made me think about how we've gotten even headlines of it's not just in America, but around the world in recent days, there's been record fires on every continent uh, that we're getting the news. And how much the physical world, though, speaks of the spiritual realities of the spiritual fire that we're all feeling right now, a field being shaken in their foundation with COVID-19 and everything else, and how uh, the Lord is using that, we see globally right now, to draw people to themselves. Um, and so that's why I started this newsletter. Uh, out with the world is on fire and and really talking about what does that mean to us as the body crisis we're working with our brothers and sisters in Christ. You know, one thing I've noticed with believers in my sphere here in the States is that we are really consumed about what's happening with the election, about what's happening with COVID, happening with the economy. There's a lot of things that are uh, creating a lot of anxiety and stress for people here in the States. But as I'm reading through the newsletter, what I'm seeing is that uh, our stress level, our anxiety is almost is almost nothing in comparison to what's happening in places like India. Uh, what's happening in India right now that we may not be hearing on the news? Yeah, I, I appreciate you bringing that up, Mark. I tell people all the time that if I ever feel bad about myself and our situation, our political situation, our society, what's going on, I just look what's happening around the world and I feel a lot better. And I, and I really feel like uh, that's one of the beauties of serving others is that it lets you get outside yourself. It gives us a, you know, a bigger picture of, you know, God's perspective. And, you know, here's the short list. If we just look at India that you bring up that we're, you know, highly invest into with some really intimate relationships there and just applauding what God's doing. But just this year, they've been one of the highest hit nations with COVID-19. Uh, and this is just a short list. Uh, locust infestation. I don't know if people picked that up this year. They had a, a massive a, a locust infestation uh, destroying a high proportion of the crops there and staples, uh, fires also, floods, landslides, psych, two major cyclones this year, a major plane crash. And, you know, every time we have a major plane crash in the United States, we know that makes people feel and the shaking. Nobody likes that. Of course, the economic turmoil that's going on with the rest of the world and how they're dealing with that, especially the marginalized that so many poor in India, that's huge. And then they're having this military political conflict in China uh, with China, Pakistan and Nepal. And there's violent demonstrations for the Muslim minority 
against the discriminatory laws because uh, the ruling party there's really trying to make it a Hindu pure you know nation, and there's just conflict going on with um, minorities, including of course the Christians who we really try to highlight. Uh, and the, the government corruption has been a lot there. Flagrant and severe persecution against Christians has just spiked this year. Um, even Indians losing their lives, be beaten, kicked out from their their church buildings and and for their villages. Um, and, and then just most recently is um, so a chariot god who they believe the incarnation of this chariot god happened at this temple. Um, somehow it caught on fire, and that came an opportunity for the enemies of, of Christians. And so a bunch of leaders and uh, fundamental Hindu leaders rose up and accused the Christians of it. And so there's been a bunch of um, fanatical uh, Hindus going after Christians and really advertise that in the media. So it's it's a mess. And, and this is what our Indian family is having to deal with um, while we're dealing with our COVID-19. So it's an interesting contrast for sure. Well, tell me a little bit about that story. Um, I, I don't have a file for an Indian chariot god and the temple burning down. That seems like something that's like out of, you know, a uh, thousand BC. Uh, tell me a little bit about the story behind that. Um, yeah, so. no, that's a great question because the Indian context really is so far outside of our uh, normalcy because our idolatry in America looks so different. But they they literally worship millions of gods in uh, India, and they're physical gods. They make physical manifestations of them, so they'll uh, worship these statues and everything else. I think the best equivalent that I could think of, Mark, is you know if someone took for. Uh, evangelicals uh, towards Berrigan believers is the Bible. You know, and people started burning the Bible and um, and making a, a big demonstration against that. That would really affect us, and and we would feel that. That's what the Hindus feel of their statues, of these uh, temples. These temples, they believe that those incarnations actually have the spirit of these gods in it, and the way that they're honored or dishonored is the way you treat the gods. So this uh, chariot, um, you know, looking God at this one temple where they believe this God first made itself, you know, known, um, it caught on fire and it was burned and destroyed. Uh, now, no one knows the real reason for the fire where it came from, but a rumor, a slander got out there against the Christians. And some leaders got on the radio, on media, and they started advertising. This is, uh, a, this is a Christians trying to bring down our culture and our religion. It's a direct attack. So then they started announcing for Hindus to rise up and come against those Christians. And they named some leaders and some very, um, you know, visual churches over their organizations. And so they were protests against Hindus, against those, um, you know, against those believers and some pastors, leaders got beat. And, and so that's, that's what happened just this last week in India. Uh, and that's just a microcosm of one event that's happening really daily now uh, in India and across the, the board there what Indians are having to, to deal with uh, for their faith. You know, it says here in the newsletter, there's a quote, and he says, fear of death is very common in our village. Go ahead. Uh, just just address that line. Uh, yeah, fear of death. So again, one, one of the, and that goes to another story, actually, that you're connected to in, that we also shared in our newsletter is uh, there's many, um, God has raised up some believers in very violent areas uh, who um, 
there's there's two conflicting groups there's the government and there's the marxist communist military and there it's a big jungle area and the, the marxists are hiding in the jungle and then they're recruiting from the villagers to help them and you know the government doesn't know who's who and and so there's daily sometimes gunfights going on people getting killed the government's watching the civilians to if they're trying to figure out if they're working with the communists the communists are watching the civilians to see if they're um you know they're they're telling on the the communists and so the civilians are getting caught in the middle of this and of course the christians really in the middle who are just being a light for christ and um and so again that quote is talking about the 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 massive fear that's come on this village and this area um for you know people are, are they're afraid they're being um they're going to die in time. In fact, just last week, we got an update there. One of the men that was working, he's a forester, a ranger, and he was starting to come to one of the discreet um, secret house churches, underground churches there. The Holy Spirit was really working on his heart, and he was asking questions and really getting hungry for that. Well, suspicion got out by from the Marxists that he was working with the government and collaborator, and they just killed him last week. Um, and so they're they're all feeling this fear and see it's a life and death situation. They need Jesus. That's what we know. It's not a political solution. It's a spiritual solution, Mark. And that's what God is doing in India that we want to keep uh, supporting and get behind to bring transformation to these areas. Well, we're going to go to a break, but when we come back from the break, we're going to hear back from David Witt some more and talk about what we do with uh, biblically with persecution that our brothers are facing, our brothers and sisters are facing in India, and, uh, and how, what we can learn from that. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Can you imagine trying to disciple a church with only one Bible? This is Mark Stafford from At Risk Radio, and our contacts in Venezuela are telling us incredible stories about people coming to know Jesus, all the while pastors are missing Bibles for their people. After receiving a Bible from our ministry, one man said with tears in his eyes, no one has ever given me such a beautiful gift. At Risk Radio, in our partnership with SOM International, is working to bring 2 million Bibles into Venezuela. For more information about how you can help, go to atriskradio.com. Welcome back to At Risk Radio. I'm online here with David Witt. David Witt is the CEO of SOM International. Uh, David, when I read this passage from 2 Timothy Chapter four, verse two, this says, preach the word, be prepared in season, out of season. That takes on a whole different context when we're dealing with India, where when they preach the word, their life might be on the line. Tell us a little bit more about what's happening with our brothers in chains in India. This is what we love about our global family, Mark, is because they're such great examples of hearing the word of God and obeying it. And inspiring us, and it, that's why the testimonies are so powerful. And this, the, you just quoted the the first part of our, you know, our talking together here of our a church planner, uh, Arab, and he um, he is in this conflict area, this jungle area with them again. That fear of death is very common in our village. He started out, but this is where it goes that we quote him. That I, I want everybody to hear and really be impacted with the faith going on here. He says they are looted and even their basic daily needs are stolen from them. And here it is. Yet, I love yets in the midst of corruption, right? Yet they love their enemies 
as called upon the word of God, they demonstrate such joy and assurance that this world is not their home. They have a future inheritance waiting for them. And, and, and this is, again, a newer believer. I mean, he's, he's came to Christ just a few years ago, has been you know trained as a church planter, and now he's stepping out with joy and fearless faith um, and changing lives. And, you know, and in this area, because the conflict's so great, uh, we, as we already mentioned, they have to meet in secret. They, they meet in small groups, small homes, and, and they're just sharing the word of God, loving people. So they don't have to live in fear anymore, but they know God's hands on them and that the purpose of loving their enemies and sharing the faith and the life of Jesus Christ. And I think that's the example that we need today as uh, Mark is so many American believers and churches are facing, you know, economic, you know, the ties are down to many churches. I mean, I, I know many churches are having that conversation. How do we continue? Um, many believers are saying, wow, what do I, what do I do? We going back to church, right? I, 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 you know, do I risk getting COVID-19, but I'm lonely here, you know? Um, we need to, to have the faith of Christ and we need to do what he tells us to do. And that sometimes is literally the risk of our lives. Um, and I think what a great example as America is going through great trial and uh, temptation today that we can have the example to be faithful here, but also stand with our family all the way in Asia. And, and so that's so much of our heart uh, of SOM International, of, you know, again, internationally serving leaders who risk much for Jesus. Um, I'd love to get this in the hands of um, believers out there listening. If they would want to know more about this newsletter uh, this month, they could just ask for the uh, newsletter um, from October here, and we'll get that in their hands. Yeah, a lot of people who are listening to this are wondering what they can do. Uh, it's an incredible story that a man comes to know Christ, and he doesn't just change his life around uh, for Christ, but he even goes the next step and says, I'm going to become a church planter and start a new church in my village. How can people come alongside a man like this and help him live out his faith in the midst of persecution? Well, all the believers always ask first is pray, and we're asking for the um, family of God to pray today. And during the International Day of Prayer for the Persecuted Church, it's coming up in November. We have all kinds of resources, even on our website, a video. Uh, we have this newsletter and some other newsletters. We'd love to get that in your hands for your personal encouragement um, and also for your church fellowship. So reach out to us so we can give you some materials uh, to empower you to be a witness uh, for Christ and, and his uh, body out there around the world. All right. To be kept up to date about what God is doing within the church at risk all over the world, go to atriskradio.com and sign up for the newsletter. I'm Mark Stafford, and this has been At Risk Radio. You've been listening to At Risk Radio. For more, go to atriskradio.com. At Risk Radio is a production of SOM International.